0: Chris and Sam Podcast. Pull up a bar stream and join us for a random conversation. Guaranteed to make you think or your money back.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 465 of the Christmas Ham Podcast. <laughs> Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to your weekly fix of talking about Christmas hams. <laughs> Is that what we do? <laughs> that's that's what, I've Brent, got a, that's what Brent thinks we do. I've got uh, a ham in the back of my car right now, Chris, and I know you don't eat it, so it'd be weird. You'll just have to tell, tell everyone how it smells, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm just going to explain what that was all about. So Brent, um, who is both of our landlords or the um, property manager property manager for, for both of our places. He's a good dude. Yeah, nice guy. He popped around, you know, flat inspection for me the other day and... As he's walking through, we were talking, and he was in front of me, and so I was sort of behind him. You know how you just don't hear things, right? Anyway, he goes, oh, and I said, oh, yeah, no, I've got a podcast. Because he, he asked, oh, do you catch up with the guys in your street? Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we, we have a podcast. We do that all the time. He goes, a podcast, really? And he, and he started going around to the next, the next room. And I was like, yeah, it's the Chris and Sam podcast. And he thought I said the Christmas ham podcast. Podcast, which uh, I thought was hilarious, and when I told Sam, he's like, "Hmm, maybe that's what we should have done." (laughs) But he knows both of our names. (laughs) Like, it's not—he's not getting one hundred percent cold. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, anyway, that's cool. I, I gave him a fridge magnet, so he and, and he's going to check it out. So if you're listening, Brent, welcome along. Welcome along. Um, but he's never listened to a podcast before. That surprises so. me
1: because he's right into the businessy stuff. Yeah, uh, I yeah. thought he would have. There's a lot of great podcasts out there. There's some crappy ones too. There's a lot of um, literally have a look through the search thing on your podcast app or whatever. There'll be some really cool stuff out there that you'll love, Brent.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So um, although I think he won't be looking at a podcast app, he will be going to the website and listening to us on the website because I think that's a little bit of his.
1: Oh, no, that's, that's an option. Which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We,
0: we do that. So he's probably we- already listened to last week's one. Yeah, good. And whether he gets around to listening to this one, we'll never know.
1: Because I'm pretty sure your mum, <laughs> I think it's your mum, my mum, I think my sister used a podcast app maybe. There's a couple of people that use the website.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of my mum, I didn't mention this the other day. I, I don't know how to say this. Um, okay. I got a message from mum yeah. that she, she loves my compelling communicator newsletter. That's cool. And she prints them all out and she's got a ring binder did with the cover on it. Oh my god, that's ri- such
1: a mum thing. <laughs> she, such a mum she thing. She
0: prints it out yeah. and puts it there and it flips on her on her um, coffee table and people come around and read it, she says. Um, I don't know she just, was I didn't know she was subscribed was, to it. I didn't know. Actually I think I did know she subscribed this to it. This is the actually. ultimate backup though. <laughs> if something goes wrong and you lose everything, she has the hard well, copies. I've just I've just I've just um rebranded everything this yeah, weekend yeah, so right. mum if you're listening don't don't reprint everything all i've done is change the coloring on all the things yeah yeah <laughs> anyway i thought that was that, that's sort of sweet but anyway that's cool so this week we're brought to you by mogu 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 uh
1: which is a i'm gonna um, have
0: another sip and chew of this
1: yep it's a little drink uh, made in thailand and it's the one that you have to chew because it has pieces of um, soft uh, coconut in it. I quite like it. I brought it along so Chris yeah, have a. Have I'm a... just
0: having my first taste of it. It's That's right. um This one's a mango one,
1: yep. which is quite nice. That, that is pretty tastes, good. The other one, pretty good. There's a lychee one, which I did not want oh, to. That would be all right. Eh, and I'm fan on that in general. Strawberry that'd be one, quite sweet though. Yeah. So anyway, check it out if you uh, see it in your travels, um, and if you're listening, Mogu Mogu people, send me a box.
0: Yeah. Because
1: what will happen is we'll write the show notes and write it in there. So eventually, if they're doing Google searches on who's talking about their product, that's how we get discovered.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's the plan. Speaking of getting discovered by who's talking about your product. Okay. I did want to mention we've talked about this offline. I don't think we talked about it here. The Rabbit. um,
1: Yeah, we talked about it offline.
0: Yeah, yeah. The Rabbit R1. So. It, it's just interesting because um, they've put out this thing here. Did you know the Rabbit sold out 50,000 devices in 10 days? Oh, really? So we, okay. we talked about you it when to we first is? Heard, it, heard about it. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay, so the Rabbit R1, so it's an AI that most AI is um, generative um, large language model that is focused on giving you some information, yeah. like figuring out the next um, piece, of, the word, next word to say to create a, a language or whatever. This one's—I've um, forgotten what they call it now—on uh, a large action model or something. They called it something like yeah, that, I think yeah. So, and uh, basically, it's it's to make things happen. So the other one sort of tells you about what it's going to do. This one can actually do stuff.
1: So, and so yeah. you can
0: ask it to um, and, and do it's,
1: something. It's a standalone device. Yeah, it's a little so, so this pocket thing.
0: This um, model is being run in this odd-looking device. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool though, and you can do a whole bunch of different things. And so it was at CES, right? Uh, the commun- uh, consumer electronics show in, yeah. in um, Las Vegas. Yep. Yeah, Las Vegas. Um, and so, yeah. So it was launched there and I said to Sam hey have you seen this thing and Sam went yeah it's a load of crap rah, 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 rah. I was like oh okay and then um uh so we had a bit of a, a, a chat about it on on telegram I think and then um yeah and then I came across this and they have sold out 50,000 devices in 10 days which is way better than I expected oh these devices by the way are, I think there was 200 bucks it's 200
1: it. dollars which seems reasonably cheap Yeah. the question a lot of people have is they want to see like a non-stop video of it actually working.
0: Yeah. How long does the battery last? Yeah. Really and, and and you know how many things because it really does look like at this point a toy.
1: It does look like a toy, and and it's sort of like another device that you may have to carry around with you, um, where people are just saying. That should just be baked into Siri. So maybe that is the gameplay that this guy, is, this company is yeah. doing. Is that like, we I build think this that's and then- how the
0: model would make more sense to be you know, monetize the model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is to is to bake it into other products. Mm. You know, into a Samsung and into an Apple, license it to them. That would be the way to make money. I guess so. Yeah, I, I, I would think. We we'll have to um, see how it goes. But yeah, anyway. So I thought it was interesting, and I thought I'd bring it up to Sam just to say, hey, look, they sold out fifty thousand devices in ten days, which. It's way more than I expected. But that
1: article you have in there does talk about how if it's legit or not.
0: Yeah, like they
1: do query it. So.
0: Will this be a real problem? Revolutionary product. Oh, Rabbit will be a revolutionary product if it's real. Am <laughs> like, uh,
1: yeah. yeah. Talking about things selling out. Um, you're like this on Twitter. Bloody Billy McFarland is on Twitter. He's the guy behind the Fire Festival, and he was on my first million. And they said to him, What are you going to do? And he goes, I'm going to do another fire festival.
0: That's right. You told yeah. me about it. I never listened to it. Okay. Episode and he, so they're like, But why? Like,
1: you're, you're so clever. You, you do have connections. You could do anything. No. So he posts and goes, If you have to ask who the lineup is before dropping a million, don't watch this video. For everyone else, the final 105 Fire Festival 2 pre sale tickets are live. So you can just imagine everyone piling on going, Do we get sandwiches with that? Or do we you, know, what we, you know, like they're just hassling him. For a million, Because uh, you get the, some extra sandwiches. Because if you watch the documentary, it's batshit. He went to jail for it. He's back out. Now, and then he does a follow-up. Um, my selfie video yesterday led to applications for 73 of the 100 tickets worth a potential $15 million in 24 hours, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Applications and potential. It sounds all a bit scammy. Anyway, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I, I
1: yeah. He's sticking with what he knows.
0: Wait, does he know? He didn't get it right the first time. No, he didn't. <laughs> he just had a big
1: idea and just promised the earth and then uh, ripped all those people off. And um,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. That that sounds. That shout sounds
1: out Shout out to Garmin this week. Uh, oh yeah, the um, yeah Fitbit type
0: device, whatever you call it. It's called a watch, Chris. Well, no, it's not. It's called a uh, health what is it called it's it's not a watch it's a
1: i don't know what you're saying
0: it's a, it's they, a... they call them a watch no they're not they're not watches
1: carry them anyway. it's a fitness uh
0: yeah what do they call it they call it a health monitor or something like that
1: it's a health pro- i don't know whatever anyway my one stopped working right. slightly the uh got a garmin instinct solar and the solar doesn't seem to be working or it's not telling me that it's working so I rang them up a couple of times, they did a reset and stuff, and then they said, you know what, don't worry about it, we'll just send you the latest model. Oh, nice. Nice. So I've just sent that away now, and then once they get that, they'll send me the new one.
0: How long did you, have you had that one?
1: I've had it for just over two years, oh, yeah. and everything works on it perfectly fine, except for the solar thing, And um, but when I got it, I got that one at a, it was like half price at $400, so the new one that's coming is $800. So
0: Wow, wow. Yeah, because I had the original Vivo like yes. back in the day. I had that for ages. Yeah, yeah. I really loved that. Um, I had one of them too. And it finally, yeah, you had one Yeah, as well. yeah, that's right. And then it finally died and I just, yeah, I wasn't going to spend more money. No,
1: nah, no. Nah. So they're pretty good um, They and they don't even need to look at it beforehand. So I assume it's a known problem. He mm. just goes, oh, we'll see what we can do. Oh, there's none of those, that, your current model's not in stock. Okay. And he goes, oh, we can give you the next one up, the latest one.
0: Oh, that's cool. Oh, I get some mention on the podcast. It's all good. That's all good. It's all good. Hey, I got this thing that I've been taught. It's been sitting here for 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 months, so I'm going to finally talk about it.
1: Excellent. It's going to be good. Just go, uh, <laughs> go. Do you remember it? Vaguely, what is
0: it? vaguely, vaguely. What's it about? So it's about this um, Dutch designer who's knitting jumpers using. Who's here? How did you know that? I'm sure you've told me this. Oh, okay. No, I reckon you just looked up.
1: No, I have notes. not touched it at all. It sounds very familiar. I don't. I'm going to check the show notes. I'm sure you told me about those. What's the? There's something weird about it though, isn't there? Um,
0: no, no, um, mate. I don't know. Okay, so I'll just read this. Uh, a woolly coat and a head of human hair have more in common than you think. Not only do they help retain body heat, they're both made from keratin protein fibers. Mm. Now, a Dutch startup is questioning why one is worn and the other is wasted. Oh, okay. So, basically, they are getting hair from, like, as I understand it, the hair fibres or, yeah, hair.
1: When people sleep, they break into their houses and harvest their hair. Yeah, exactly.
0: Heads. Yeah, no, from barbers or whatever.
1: No, my one's yeah. way better. <laughs>
0: They're not going to make a
1: movie about the barber people, are they? Breaking in and ripping people's hair off? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, waste not, what not. Every minute, salons in the US and Canada produce 877 pounds of waste. Whoa. So, yeah, there's a lot of hair. And when hair breaks down without the presence of oxygen, like in a garbage bag buried in a landfill, it creates greenhouse gases. Excellent. So, um, the Human Material Loop is the name of the company, for whatever reason. Yep. 72 million kilograms of human hair waste end up in European landfills every year. The equivalent in weight of seven Eiffel Towers. That's it's a lot of here, a hair, eh? waste stream that's got no scalable solution. So if we can turn it into a pillow, yeah, you know, loom it oh, and, yeah. and knit it into jumpers and mm. clothing and stuff like that, um, it's environmentally friendly. So that's the idea. I'm just going to stay. Know. I'm just, just going uh, sh- to stay. No, what I don't want to wear it. it no, 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 that is exactly no. what I wanted to
1: ask. I wear product from any animal known to mankind. Easy, not a problem.
0: Yeah, yeah. You don't mind those leather. All those crocodile skin things Yeah, or whatever. no,
1: that doesn't bother me too much. Uh that does. <laughs> I'd re- but I'd re- I'd like to see the process. Like if I saw the process behind it and they're like, "Okay, here's 100 kilos of here, we chuck it in this thing, it breaks down into this." Mm. Cuz I'm assuming it gets mushed up into a pulp and then I don't know how it would work.
0: Yeah, I I I'm not sure either. I mean, yeah.
1: If you know how it works, let us know. Yeah. Tell us. Hey um uh I've got a story about a crackhead. I'm going to call them that because I don't know what was going on with them. This <laughs> happened to me. We're all about ra- oh, this to you. Yeah. This is not- we're all okay. about <laughs> we're all about random technology in life. This person may have had some other issues. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm just going to call them crackhead for the sake of the story. Just putting that out there. I don't want anyone getting upset. So I'm getting petrol uh, yesterday morning at ten to six in the morning at a BP, and I pull in, and there's no one else on the forecourt. There's a Gilmore's truck had just pulled in and parked over on the corner, and then there's a homeless man in front of the door, next to the door, holding a sign. And I'm I, in my head, I'm like, "Man, you're keen." It's ten to six in the morning. Got a little sign. I don't know what it says. Whatever. So I'm filling up the work vehicle,
0: and it's empty because oh, you use the, the fuel card. Fuel card on the. No, you have to go in. You still have to go in. Yeah, oh, yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. Get it. It's one,
1: but it, it's empty. So I'm putting. Um, like $170 worth of fuel in this vehicle, right? And I can hear, Urgh! and I sort of look, and the crackhead, who I will describe as maybe 70 or 30, it's hard to tell in crackhead years.
0: <laughs> sort so of my, my age, pretty much. No, he's older, he's older.
1: <laughs> and he's got a big grey beard, he's got a t-shirt and track pants and bare feet, that's it. And when I turn, he's already fallen over and hit the ground. Oh! But
0: he's, he's on not having an epileptic fit or something.
1: No no. 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 He's cracked. So he's on the ground <laughs> and it looks like he's licking the ground for a few minutes. Are you sure he's not having epileptic fit? No, no, <laughs> let me tell the story and then you judge it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So anyway, he manages to get up from this position after what looks like he was licking the ground. For Petrol, I'm not sure. Whatever. And he gets up and he leans he hunches all the way forward, like bends over, with his arms sort of out in front of him. And then starts sort of trot Aah! towards the front door of the BP
0: on on all fours.
1: No, only on two feet, but like leaning right forward, sort of, but not touching the ground with his hands.
0: Sort of like a zombie. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly.
1: And he's Aah! and as he's going along, he loses balance and just face pl- hits the ground again. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> and i'm just like still <laughs> sort of filling up and i'm like <laughs> okay the homeless guy comes over to him and they oh okay so there's a different guy i thought it was the no no guy. no sorry the original homeless guy is just sitting there, as a moldy guy holding Hi. a sign the crackheads uh caucasian guy with a white bed anyway so they um the the Maori guy comes over and they must know each other because he doesn't say anything he just sort of helps him get up and it looks like there's some exchange real quick I don't know if he took something out of his pocket, put something in his pocket. I don't know what happened. Anyway, so anyway, crackhead's back up again. <laughs> Off he goes. He goes into the BP. Gilmore's guy has come into BP to buy I don't know a pie or something. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. So I go in to pay. Crackhead's in front of the till, pulls out an F-Post card, puts it in the machine, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is weird. And uh, he buys four packets of cigarettes, big packets of cigarettes. Must have been like $200 worth
0: God, yeah I forget how much Yeah,
1: those exactly are. So he turns around And he's holding them And he goes outside And he goes back into his weird Forward Crouch Position thing <laughs> Across the forecourt <laughs> And I'm like watching Because it looks like he's going to Hit the ground again But he doesn't And I don't know where he goes He can't afford
0: to hit the ground He's got $200 worth of secrets. yeah He doesn't want to
1: I don't crouch. know where he goes So I get in the van and I'm leaving, and there's a driveway that takes you to other shops as you leave. Then there's another driveway, and he's sort of in the gutter, next to a garden, curled up, holding these cigarettes, but staring directly in the at me. <laughs> creepy ass. So creepy. Um that was my story. Now, do you think he was having an epileptic fit or whatever you said? <sighs>
0: Yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know No, maybe not, maybe not That's weird It was I'm,
1: very weird
0: Why would anyone buy four packets of cigarettes like that? Where did he get the money from?
1: He did not look like he had any money
0: Yeah I don't
1: know, and then I don't know what his, I don't know where he went or what he was going to do Because I thought, oh, I thought he was going to stop and talk to the guy out the front And give him one or something, I don't know But he just, Aah! off he went But there was no one else around And then the dude in the petrol station, I was like, man, that was weird. And he just looked at me like, just normal everyday occurrence to him.
0: (laughs) He didn't
1: even say anything the dude. Uh, This week I saw the documentary from David Farrier on Netflix
0: called Mr. Organ. Mr. Organ, yes, because I went to the premiere down here.
1: That's Um, right, you saw it ages ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was one thing, Sarah goes, you have to ask Chris about this thing. And I said to Chris that uh, I'd seen it, and he already came back with the thing I was going to ask him about, which is the amazing guy at the start with his karate grip.
0: Uh, I, it's it's Honestly, it's like the only thing I remember from the movie because I was pissing myself so hard. He just grabs him it, by the hair
1: and then it, like, paralyzes him. <laughs> and I was like, oh, is that I all could, you need to do?
0: I couldn't even remember what he did exactly. I just remember he was going... What a load of crap. And, um, yeah, so no, as far as I know, that's not a technique okay. that works. And um, but, so, he, but he kept going on about how good his grip was. Yeah, and something. he was, was just like this. Yeah, I, I, it's so long ago I saw it.
1: So Mr. Organ it. stole the boat, and then the boat owner told him to go get it. <laughs> to go get it, yeah. And he yeah. was like, oh, we just snuck. He was like, that dude was full of shit. He was like, uh, we just snuck up, and I got in there and just grabbed him. And when you grab by the hair, they can't do anything.
0: I just paralyzed. <laughs> and then I threw him off the boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, um, that but- is is it's an interesting movie." And the other thing I do remember about it is I did feel so sorry for that woman. That oh, that was wo- yeah. The the
1: woman that stuck with the Mister Organ dude. It's crazy, and it's weird because uh, people were talking about it online and. Uh, on Twitter, because he shared it, and he shared the follow-up sort of thing, craziness that happened when he tried suing him in court. But um, they were like, oh, it's not as good as this, not as good as tickled, rah, rah, rah. And someone goes, but there was was no ending. Nothing happened. And they were like, yeah, that's the point. It's so frustrating. What can you do?
0: Yeah. It was interesting, of course, where we were, because we had David Farrier there, Yeah, we had Q&A with them afterwards. And I was there to film the Q&A. And um, yeah, it it was... um Yes, yes. It was very uh, interesting because they had – he talked about when they showed it They because they'd done the premiere in Auckland. That's right. Before they did this one mm. in, in – I think they did Auckland then Christchurch in Hamilton, whatever. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. And um, he said in Auckland, they he said it was, it was way more of like a therapy session because a lot of the people in the audience were people that yeah. – mr organ had affected and so they each got up and told their story and it was like oh my god and he's like this is a premiere this is not going well (laughs) (laughs) people are not not having a good time here (laughs) no but it was yeah he said it was good and he's glad he made it but he he said he felt really weird and like unsafe yeah yeah several times throughout that whole
1: thing Totally. So
0: yeah, definitely worth seeing if you haven't seen it.
1: Um, and the the start of it, it, it the, the whole genesis of it started because this guy was clamping people's cars. Like at this place, right? Yeah. So this week, Foo Fighters played in Auckland. Right. Sounds very good.
0: Yeah, because um, Nat went last night uh, in Christchurch.
1: Nice. So in Auckland, there's a dude in a high-vis vest saying, Hey, just park your car here. 20 bucks in this car park. No worries. Must have made a couple of grand. Excellent. They all come back. All their cars are towed. He's just some dude in either's vest. He's not a barking person. He doesn't have rights to it. Or online someone said the ultimate scam is he's the tow truck driver. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Because you know they'll be busy for a couple hours. Pull all those cars out. And uh, Jack Black got up on stage and did a little uh, impromptu performance. He's here filming the Minecraft movie. Oh, really? Whatever that means.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can imagine.
1: Um, okay. Yeah, so it uh, was pretty cool. What, is, what are these bottom three things? What have you got here?
0: Oh, um... I oh, assume oh, they're yours. Oh, yeah, 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 they are. They, they are. <laughs> I, this one, uh, I, it's written wrong, but it's like, God is my financial planner. Um, I, oh, you, okay, that makes way more sense, because it's got good... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I obviously did it on my phone really quickly. It just cracked me up, because this Colorado pasta... mm um, he was accused, accused <laughs> okay. of pocketing $1.3 million in crypto scheme. Mm. And basically his thing was, well, God told me to. <laughs> so he creates a, a, a thing, a cryptocurrency called Index Coin, I-N-D-X Coin. Okay. Um, and just uh, promoted it to Christian communities mm. in Denver, saying God had told him, people would become wealthy if they invested. <laughs> I bet, I bet. And uh, guess what? They did not
1: <laughs> But it's okay. But he, but
0: he used all the money. He used it for the um, did he personal good? benefit. Um, uh, he remodeled the home, uh, got a ro- Range Rover, some luxury handbags. I Still don't get understand this. Why would you spend over a hundred thousand dollars on a handbag? It just blows my mind. Because um, then you can say you've got the handbag. Yeah. It's like anything: expensive. jewelry, an opair, uh, <laughs> boat rentals, snowmobile yeah. adventures. Uh, He's living know. his best life. Yeah, yeah. Because God, God told him to. Good, but good. Um, yeah. So I, I just. <laughs> but it is it's it's right, and then you go back into his history. and It turns out he was a petty criminal, like oh, okay. car yeah, of thief, and all that. Of course. Before. God spoke to him and changed his ways, and yeah. now he's a Christian mm. pastor. So, mm. yeah, that worked out. Yeah. Anyway, that was one thing. <laughs> I thought that was, I thought it was interesting. I don't know if it was that amazing. This other thing, though, um, is, I, I, I want to know what happens with this, and maybe this is going to be a podcast on its own, like a whole podcast okay. series. Okay. Or maybe there's just some answer that's going to pop up. But um, a Missouri man is in, in trouble. Well, maybe. There's no um, no charges laid against him or anything. Okay. Uh, three of his friends were found dead in his backyard. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then what? Uh, but they, like- they were supposed to come around for a, a football game. Yeah. And uh, apparently the guy had his AirPods air in and didn't hear them knock on the door or anything and went to bed and went to sleep. And then, you know, these different people never went home. And then one well, of the one well, of them's fiance came round, and knocked on his door. And he goes, well, what's up? And she goes, well, my... Yeah, where's my, the dude? My, 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 where's the dude? And he goes, no, they didn't come round last night. Walks out in the backyard and three of them frozen to death in the back. Oh, they froze to death? Yeah. It's like the oh, weirdest thing. No, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Hang on. What? So when... Does that mean um, they so got anyway, drunk let me, let me, Okay. Let go. me read this. Okay, okay. Um, I'll, I'll read the whole thing because it, it's quite short. A Missouri man whose three friends were found dead in his backyard at a football gathering said he didn't know of the deaths until days later. Days later. Okay. Yep. Kansas City police said they discovered the men after a woman went searching for a fiancé on Tuesday, 9th January. The woman called police, uh, reporting a body outside of, Kent, of a Kansas City home. Okay. When the officers arrived, they confirmed there was a body on the back porch. Office con- officers continued their investigation and found two more bodies in the backyard. Oh, my gosh. Um, police identified the three victims, 38-year-old, 36-year-old, 37-year-old. So not like kids that might... No. You know what I mean. Uh, Harrington's mother, Jennifer Marquez, uh, previously told something, uh, some somebody that her son went over to a friend's house to watch the Kansas City Chiefs game on the 7th. The homeowner was a close friend with the three men and had nothing to do with their deaths, according to his attorney. Yeah, okay. He, he had no knowledge that they were remained in his backyard or that they needed medical attention, the attorney said in a statement. Um, the, they're not naming the homeowner in the story. Um, so why didn't they leave? Why, why are they there dead? I don't know. Do they get drunk and pass out? Because if you were stuck, he said, prior to be, being contacted by the Kansas City police, his client did not receive any phone calls or text messages from family or friends of the victims. Oh,
1: I think he did.
0: Two people came to the house, however. Oh, came to the house, however, the homeowner didn't hear them due to sleeping with earbuds and a loud fan. According, oh, so those people coming to yeah, yeah, to yeah. Find yeah. Them. Um, the wife of one of the victims tried to reach him, but he didn't see the message. So basically he's like, well, I, I never saw the message. I didn't know they were dead in the backyard. Even if that's true, how did they just die in the backyard? I
1: know. I know. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> and if you're conscious and you're like, I'm freezing to death, I'd just smash in a window or something.
0: Well, why would you hang around for any length No, but of time? are they stuck in a yard? Can they not get out?
1: Well, oh, yeah.
0: Mate, well. I don't know. It's a very weird story. It's a really weird story. And it's like. Because they came in cars. I mean, oh, I'm pretty yeah, okay. sure I could get out. Like, I'd climb a fence and I'd jump nah, in the car just, and drive off. It's, there's something something's really Something's not right weird with that. There. Yeah, anyway, so that, that one got me.
1: Okay. Well, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Thanks, Brent, for listening. <laughs> um, and whoever else and is whoever out there, else. I don't know.
0: I tell you what, I'm not 100% sold on this moggy Mogu. mogu. Uh, the Chewy Bits are just a little... Interesting. How dare However, you? They-
1: <laughs> how dare you speak ill of our non-official sponsor of this episode?
0: <laughs> However, I will say it's very refreshing. It really is. So that's good, mm. and, and particularly in these warm times. You, what do you got coming up? Anything exciting?
1: Oh, I might get my car back. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've
0: got yeah,
1: don't worry about that. <laughs> I sort of need it back next week. I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, because sarah will be needing her car.
1: Yeah, she'll go back to work uh, end of next week. I think.
0: So, oh God!
1: i would make some phone calls, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Um, yeah, it'd be a bit difficult. Otherwise, oh, she have to drop you off early, early in the morning, or
1: I'll have to shift my uh, work hours, I guess, potentially. Yeah. I don't know. Oh no, no, old man Brett can pick me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that. Anyway, uh, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. I'll see ya.
0: Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.